Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Be sure to get over there to either their Lakeland Drive location for all your windshield and automotive glass repair or replacement needs. Then if you need your windows tinted on your vehicle or your vehicle wrapped, go see them at their Flowood Drive location right over there across from River Oaks Hospital. But hey, look, man. If you got a home or business you need the windows tinted in, you want to get a big wall wrap with your business logo, menu, whatever you may want to do, Lakeland Glass and Tent can do all of that for you as well. Check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com, or give them a call today, 601-946-1000. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. They're also now offering ceramic coating on your vehicles too. So get over there and give them a call about that today. Use an Expel Wraps and ceramic coating, premium, top of the line stuff. All right. During the break, we we, we listen to a little video here, and, and I think it's going to drive for some good conversation. It's funny you do just like I do. Listen to a video. I talk about that all the time. All right, I'm going to play this video, but they can't see the video, and I got to remember that that these people, you know, they're, it's it's sound clips to them, it's videos to us. But yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> so I, 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 Stephen didn't get to watch any of it. He got to listen, and I think the point comes across well with or without the video. But I will share the video, or you can go to Rumble and type in 15 minute city living." Um, this is a socialist utopia, right? You'll live. You'll you'll own nothing and love everything. This is, this has been a very hot button topic over the weekend. A lot of the YouTubers and stuff that I watch have been talking about this 15 minute city yep. stuff. And uh, this chicken farmer explains it better than anybody I've ever seen. Had a lot of people asking me uh, about 15 minute cities. And I've seen all these people who extol the virtues of 15 minute cities that they're great things. And then other people who are very, worried about what a 15-minute city is. And I know we have a proclivity in our culture and our society today that we have to rely on expert models before we can make a decision if something's good or bad. So um, I decided that I would create an expert model to help visualize to people what is a 15-minute city. So come on in, let me show you what a 15-minute community looks like. Well, I'm excited to see this, Randy, because you always break things down into nice practical ways, right? Here we go. These residents of the 15-minute of the community, they're not locked in, but they just stay there. They're free to come and go, but they don't. So let's take a step inside. Everything they need in their life is right here in their 15-minute community. A water bowl, a feed tray. They own nothing, but they are exceptionally happy. And you know how happy they are is by how many eggs they produce. And it's so wonderful because I get to take all everything that they produce and they just keep producing. So let me go in here. And here we go. Each of them have their own house. Now, in a 15-minute community, you don't get a lot of variation in housing. They're all pretty much the same. But we can take a look and collect their production. 
There's a few. There's a few more. And there we go. And they're none the wiser. And and they're happy. Yeah. I I get to take what uh, they produce. They're free to come and go, but the world is so scary for them out there. They will never leave. I don't have to put a fence around them. And here we are. It's an ideal world. I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> Everything is provided for them. They're cared for. They're happy. They're together. Yeah. It's all convenient. What? So anybody who wants to understand what a 15-minute community is, here you go. And there's only one boss. And that boss provides everything for them. Well, they're lucky to have you, Andy. <laughs> but I should give them some food. And they know. They know when it's dinner time. This is your future in the 15-minute city. If y'all heard that clucking in the background, that was Thomas lined up to get his feed. <laughs> but uh, that's it. That, that is a great analogy for uh, for socialism, and that and that's Democrats lining up at the trough and, and and purple Republicans too. I think the funniest part of it is says they don't want to go out into the world. It's a scary world out there for them, which is a hundred percent true. That's I mean, people want daddy government. To protect them. They don't want any individual responsibility. They don't want any self-governance. They don't want to have to make decisions on their own. All I got to do is get this vaccine and behave. It's a a scary world out there. I need somebody else to do it for me. I need somebody else to tell me how to live, what to do, what not to do. scary out there. You know, when I – on the intro to this show, I always talk about being a free-range human. It's the free-range human show of choice. Yep. Free-range humans don't live in 15-minute cities. Yep. We, we we get up there, we fight like lions every day in the wilderness for our food. You made a great analogy yeah, uh, with the yeah. mics off. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's the way I've heard it before is talking about a lion. You know, which, which is happier, the lion at the zoo that has everything provided for him, everything given to him. You know, he gets to play with the ball. You know, they throw a ball in there for him to bat around every once in a while. But who's happier, the lion that's in the cage that has everything provided for him or the lion that's out on the, the you know the open savanna? Has to fight every day for survival. Has to fight other animals. Has to you know get his own food. Do everything. Which is which is happier? You know the the lion that has everything given to him in the cage, or the one on the open range and the free that has to fight for it. You know, I, I would say that you know look the on my Twitter uh, the the banner at or whatever it's called. You know on the top of my Twitter, uh, if you go to my profile, it says I value freedom over safety because I can buy safety from the market for less than I can buy freedom from the state. I nailed it. And that's it. That's it. Well, you know, this kind of goes back to the price gouging thing, too, right? You know, or the people want to protect me, big daddy government. Yeah. So I don't have to spend more than the next guy. Right. You know, it's like, we, and there's going to be something I'm going to talk about here, maybe in the next hour, but they did a, Hines County did a black family wellness expo over the weekend. Now, obviously, I got problems with that, you know, and it's just... We, 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 every time I turn on the TV, it's, but what about the poor people? But what about the black people? But what about the children? But what about every damn body else? 
Yeah, well, I am. You know, look, I don't. I don't really have any problem doing it. They can do it all they want, but you know that if we did something like that, well, that's my point. It'd be automatically called out as being racist. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's black entertainment TV, but if they had a white entertainment TV, oh, I mean, that would be shut down immediately. Well, I so I just scared the screen cap of the WLBT story, and I've got the whole story. I can play it, but I scared the screen shared the screen cap of it, and I've just said, you know. Just replace the word black with white and ask yourself, is that racist? Yeah. And the answer is obviously yes. And one guy gets in my comments on Instagram because my stuff automatically shares over there and says, yeah, but y'all have white supremacy. I said, white supremacy is just a black excuse. I've, I've heard enough of white supremacy that we're not going to entertain that any well, that, longer. That was on on uh, Friday when I started talking about minimum wage. That was the, the first thing that Thomas went to was racist. Yeah. I said, nope. Turned it off. Nope. Not going there. I'm done. I, I, a free market doesn't care what color you are. Mm-mm. You know, individual liberty, freedom doesn't matter what color you are. You know, we're all created equal. You know, and I believe that we're all created equal in the image of God. Yeah, so right. we got John on the line. I'm sure he has a lot of thoughts about this. Good morning, John. Mike, sure. Uh, good morning. Uh, just uh, just one quick point. I, I I've heard the uh, black entertainment television analogy and. Uh, Folks opining about uh, that's racist. It's inherently racist to call it black entertainment television. No, and it would be inherently that, racist if you called it white entertainment. No, I don't. I don't television. have. I don't have any problem with black entertainment television. I have no problem if you want to BT. If that's what the market provides, if the market says, "Hey, we can make money by having a station that's you know black entertainment television," do it. I don't have any. I don't think that that's racist. I don't have any problem with that. I think it's great. Okay, but but what I'm well, saying is racist is is that that. I think the same people would say if you had a white entertainment television, that would be racist. Well, here's here's the question, and I would pose this to you. How was black entertainment television created? Why? And because there was a lack of programming on ABC or NBC or CBS, but also the marketplace, there was a market for it. Yeah, I agree. And guess who owns black entertainment television now? Bob Johnson doesn't own black entertainment television. It is owned by a large conglomerate. I think it was Viacom or or something like that owned it, but it's not owned by uh, Bob Johnson. Yeah. So well, again, that's the, the market, market. and I, I'm yeah. I'm good with that. So he built yeah, so, it. He so, saw that there was a market for yeah. it. You know, he he so, created it, and then you know when it got big enough, he sold it. And he made a bunch of money. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so my thing is this, folks: if the market, if if there's a market for it, and it's a capitalist society. So markets drive everything. Right. So bottom line, bottom line is it's not racist. It's about if there's a dollar to be made, folks don't care as long as they can make money. Right. I'm with you. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. Now, the other thing, I hear folks complain about the government all the time. Folks. As they should. If folks really were really disgruntled about our government and the handouts that our government provides to everybody because the government provides handouts to everybody they provide it to the rich they provide it to the middle class they provide it to the poor we all take government handouts but if we really hated it we would change our form of government we would demand that we had that that our government was changed we vote everybody out we put folks in that would change our government so it wouldn't so some of us wouldn't believe that it is a socialist government or folks are getting handouts but big business gets handouts the banks just got a hand they do oh and i talked about that on my show for the last week about corporate welfare 
corporate welfare. The, who who really gets messed over is the the middle class. They're the ones because they get. And I'm not saying that they don't get you know some government handouts. They do some. You know there are some get you know handouts there, but they get the least amount, and they are the the largest percentage of. Uh, of taxpayers as a as a group as a whole, they pay taxes because they're out working, so they're paying taxes. The you know the the lower income people you know are getting more than they're paying out, and you know the higher end people, you know if you can if you can afford to go hire a accountant you know for your business that you know allows you to be able to make more money or or to you know have to pay less money than what it costs you to buy an accountant to do it. They're going to get loopholes, and that's why our, our entire tax structure system is corrupt because it, you know, influences some people and not others. Well, the you question know. I have though is, I hear this all the time, but I don't see any action. I hear a lot of talk. That's because the 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 average voter loves free stuff. The average voter loves free stuff. Who doesn't love free stuff? But m- most of them, overwhelmingly, aren't paying for that free stuff. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Somebody's got to pay for it. One way or the other, somebody's paying for it. And if you can get enough of the people who are getting free stuff from those who aren't paying for it together, they can vote for it. That's why, you know, so so a republic, we are a republic, a constitutional republic. That's our form of government. That's what we have. It's just really one step away from a direct democracy because we have to vote people to go do our bidding for us. But a, a direct democracy if you have five people and four out of the five say, let's steal everything from the fifth guy, and they vote on that, that's what they're going to do. So mm-hmm. when you have people even, you know, again, we're just one step away from that in a, in a constitutional republic. Our constitution protects us in ways, even though now they just reinterpret it. But then we have, you know, our representatives who are supposed to go do that. But if we get enough of the people... A, if the if the people who want free stuff becomes the majority and the people who are paying for it becomes the minority, then we'll never win. There's enough well, the, people out there voting for free stuff. You know, the four out of the five, four people want what the fifth has, and so they say, let's just take that from him and redistribute it, and that's where we're at. That's what we get now. That's why we can't stop it because four out of five people want to steal stuff from the fifth guy. Well, let me ask you this: Should we do it? Should should we should we raise the minimum age like France for retirement? Because um, no, well, let the market do it. I don't think well, we should have social social security. That is a socialist program. That's what's called social security. We shouldn't so, have so social should, security at all. Okay, so we should do away with social security. I think that we have to we have to find a way for the people who have already paid into it. You know, we can't just mess them over and and completely cut it out on day one. I mean, you either have to give them back what was theirs or allow them a system to do it. But look, I've paid into Social Security for 20 years now, and if they gave me the opportunity to back out today and say, we're not going to give you any of your money if you back out today, but you'll get no future uh, payouts from it, would you do it? I would take that deal in a heartbeat. I would give them everything that I'd ever put in, want nothing out of it if they would just let me stop paying into it. So you got to find well, some would, way to back out of it. I'm not just saying cut it out in day one, but we the government needs to get out of yeah. out of. I would rather save security. my I would rather save my money than the government doing it for me and redistributing it to right. me it, at a lesser rate later. It's a pyramid scheme. That's all it is. Yeah. Social Security is a pyramid scheme to begin with. It's a socialist program. It's a pyramid scheme. We should be out of that. John, we got to take a break. Thank you. All right, great. Good call there from John. Yep. Yep. Thanks, right. Colin. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. On the Clay Edwards Show with Stephen Etrosco on 1039 WYAB. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.